Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. Ephraim's guest is yours truly, the sassy Australian bombshell, me, Geraldine Paracella. stimulation by way of mobile devices welcome to another exciting episode of the atomic podcast and here is your host of the show Ephraim guzman intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices welcome to another exciting episode of the atomic podcast coming to you live from delavan wisconsin where i blow up the news on a verbal scale i am your host Ephraim guzman my guest today Pretty much needs no introduction. She's been my friend for a few years now. And she's finally the voice, the most exotic voice, the sassy Australian voice of the Atomic Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Geraldine Paracella, or a.k.a. Jerry. Jerry, how are you from down under? How are you doing? (laughs) Hi, friend. Good to talk to you. (laughs) I'm doing well. Just we're in uh, lockdown. So it just started yesterday with our lockdown. So we're not happy. Absolutely not. I know. It's crazy. It's been how many years since we've talked? It's been like actually talking like this. It's been. It's going back roughly about five, five years now. Oh my God. Five years. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was still. I'm trying to. Yeah. No. Cause I, I think I just moved to Wisconsin. Didn't I? Or did I do it in New York? I'm trying to remember. I'm not, I'm not. No. No, at um, the place that I can never mention that name. The place that you just mentioned first. Uh, New York. Nope. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. That's it. That's, That's the it. One. All right. All right. My God, it's been that long since we talked. Like you know I'm saying, you know, we yeah, we talk here and there, but I mean, like, actually, a conversation now. This is like our second time, you know, pretty much. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, roughly about five, six years ago, that the last time that we've actually spoken. So it's, it's, you know, the years have gone by so quickly, haven't they? Yeah, they've gone by so fast. And look, even before we started talking, like, you know, we had the states, we had the, the lockdown, everything is slowly yeah. opening back up. And you have like um, the Walmarts here, you know, you can go in yeah. and get a vaccination and whatnot. And um, okay. we was on lockdown for a while, too. And now, you know, my, I'm talking to you my time, one in the morning, my time. And what time is yeah. it in uh, Australia over there? Australia, Melbourne, it is just after 4 p.m. After 4 p.m. And you're on lockdown yes. again. How What? What? How the hell, what the hell happened? Like, what's going on? Uh, well, through last week, roughly, I think it was a Thursday, and it all just started to rise. Um, actually, at a shopping complex where I, where I work, um, it, someone was there and it infected the place. So lucky I wasn't working that particular that day. I had a funeral that day. So it all started from there. And, and then as the days went by, it just progressed. There were more numbers and more numbers. And that was it. Immediate lockdown yesterday. Wow, that's insane. Like this, I know yes. a lot of places, you know, different states, different countries have been going through this now. And it's just terrible, like everything that's happening, yeah. you know, but, you know, somehow, like, we, eventually we'll get through this. You know, we've been through the Black Plague and, and oh, yes. swine flu. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but this has to be the... I mean, the swine flu wasn't as bad as this one. This one just tops it all. It's just... It's crazy. It just... It's gone for too long, don't you think? Yeah, too long, especially here. Like, here, yeah. it's like we're sort of getting acclimated. Like, there's... Now, I think... They made the rules in the States where if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, yeah. but people who are not vaccinated mm -hmm. still wear a mask, but although there's still restrictions, yeah. like there's stores, you still have to wear a mask if you go, but yeah. you, but you know, what's kind of funny is like when you go to like the diners or the restaurants, you go in with a mask and you take it out. <laughs> so yeah, isn't that awkward? Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> You've literally got to walk in with a mask. And you've got to scan yourself in too. I don't know whether you guys have that there. We need to scan with our phones. Oh. And you need to fill out all the information, your name, your phone number, and et cetera, email. And then you walk in with your mask and then you're seated and then you can literally take it off. And it's like, what's the purpose? I know. What's the purpose? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I suppose we have to follow rules, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. We all do. We all do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We have to. I know. Um, and those masks, you, you just can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I but you know, and you know what's funny because like you can wear your mask and you can stick your tongue out at somebody, or you could just give a face yeah. and no one knows what you're doing. <laughs> no, but you know what I love? Oh, this, you gotta laugh at this. You know what I love about wearing a mask is what? like if you're out shopping and whatever, and you're wearing your mask and someone pisses you off, and it's like oh, you can just talk and you know just talk to yourself, and no one can see your lips talking. And it's just, <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> or, or. <laughs> Or even the better part, you don't even really need to wear makeup, usually, right? You don't really yeah, need to. No yeah, no lipstick. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's been so long. I know. When, when was the last time you've been to the States, actually? Like, I remember when we talked, we were talking about going yes. to California. It's been a couple of years now, right? Yeah, definitely. Look, I used to travel back, up and back to L.A. every year. Um, so the last time I was in LA would just be just before the um, this whole pandemic happened. So I would say what two three years roughly. Yeah. Yeah, I miss LA. I'm dying to go back. I know. I really do. I want to go back. I know. How, how how long has it been since Diary of the Fat Man that um that movie that he was involved in? Like how long has that been? Okay. Um, that's been now. I'm just trying to think back. That's gone back about oh, four. Four years, five years now, okay. roughly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. This is, I forget the dates, but um, yeah, it, this is how long it's been and how the years have just gone so quickly. So roughly about, about four or five years. Yeah. Wow, it's it's insane, and Jeremy, yes. you know, I, I want to ask you because you look amazing, and they, they thank you. You welcome, and and I don't know if it's the Australian weather, it's the Australian food. Do you work out? I know, I know, you have a lot of suitors. I'm sure you have a lot of admirers because you are a stunning, oh, yeah. a, a stunning Australian beauty. What is your regimen like? Thank if you. if women out there are hearing it, what is your regimen like? What do you do? Like, I'm sure you're not eating ho hos or M and M's in the middle of the night, right? Like, what do you? doing <laughs> oh my god well, just before you called me i actually just ate half a block of a cadbury turkish delight <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> i love my cadbury i have to say and so i get a spam where i just eat chocolate for yeah. about two three days and then i go off it and wow. i think no i need to be good i need to be good but i do get a lot of women asking me oh have you had botox have you had work done no i haven't i wow. use a fabulous product it's called a sincere uh, the Restylane 8 family from Australia. Uh -huh. um, I've used those for years and years and years. 
Wow. And love, love the products. Um, I do try to be good with my eating. I try to do a lot of clean eating if possible. Okay. Um, I'm Italian background and, look, my father's 98 years of age and I think that he's fabulous. He looks fantastic. Wow. So I think it has to be part of the Italian genes. I, I think I take after my dad as well. But with exercise, I have not, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I have not exercised really? since last year. Yeah. Wow. And I should. I should start doing it. You know what it is? I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I need, you know, I need a little push. Come on, work out, work out. But I need to because I'm 54 turning 55 in July. It's oh. July. So I'm thinking I need to start, oh yeah, my start God. doing some exercise. Oh, my God. I'm sure, I'm sure you hear this plenty of times, but you do not yeah. look at all 55. Oh, my God. <gasps> Thank Lord you. Not Thank at you. all. Oh, my Thank God. You. You know, so you know what it is too. It's like I didn't even know that about yourself. It's the Italian you have in you too. So you have Italian, yeah. and a lot of Italians they age gracefully too. Like you know, you, you don't they really do. see it. It's like blacks and Hispanics too. Like when you yes. see a black, you know how they say that. There's an old saying, "Black don't yep. crack." You know, they say that black yes, don't crack because exactly. <laughs> you know. Look at Sam yeah. Jackson. Look how he looks, and he looks amazing. I know, fabulous, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, and. And and, and and the thing is, you watch what you eat, too, and, and look at that. And you don't even work out, and wow, amazing. No, I don't work out. Look, you know, I have my, you know, I have my good days where I think, no, I'm going to be so good. I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to do clean eating. I'm not going to have that. And then your, hung, your, your, sorry, your body goes into hunger pang, as you know, when you sort of clean eat. And, you know, when it comes to the week and I think, oh, what the hell, I'll just have a burger and chips, you know, <laughs> some McDonald's. <laughs> you got to gotta enjoy life you know you just can't be you know good clean eating all for the rest of your life yeah i know and you know who who doesn't love that you know everybody loves mcdonald's every now and then you know exactly look i love look, not, not only mcdonald's but i love good food being an italian background you know i love my vin or my red wine um i love my scotch which i'm a scotch girl so i love to have a couple of those on the weekend but i do love my pasta dishes just any food any food. I'm just a love my food. You're a foodie. You're a foodie. <laughs> oh yeah, foodaholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Jerry, just tell me a little bit about like um, I know you're on lockdown now and whatnot, and yes. um, I know um, you've you know you have your family life and you've been adjusting to things. Um, has yep. there has there ever been plans of you coming back to the states anytime, or that's not that's not in the cards as of yet. I would love to come back. Um, it's just with this situation that we're in now with this pandemic, um, it's really hard. I just wish this pandemic never happened because I'd be there right now. Um, just love LA. Absolutely love it. But uh, hopefully one day when all this pandemic is all over and dusted, I shall be back. Yeah. Oh, man. it's. I know it's – I don't, I don't know. Like, that's – you know, even, like, when I have guests on the show, like, you know, I know when you should do guests and everything, that's been pretty much the topic. Like, how you been adjusting to coronavirus? Like, how how you been doing during quarantine? Like, now everything is slowly yeah. getting back to normal, but pretty much the topics of the shows, it's just been like, well, how yeah. you been adjusting? Like, you know, because, yeah. you know, at this time of this, being in lockdown... Um, depending on who you're living with, if you're living with family, friends, spouses, or whatever, you really could learn a lot from a person, whether if I could stay with this person, can I live with this person? Because you really get to know a person where you're stuck with yeah. them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's just, like, insane yeah. sometimes, you know? 
Yeah, you get on each other's nerves. It's like, ah, the claws come out. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, I've got my two boys. I've got three boys. One, the eldest lives with his girlfriend, and I've got the two boys that live with me. And, um, look, pretty much with the lockdown, the youngest, who was 23, Stephen, he um, obviously stays with me at home through the lockdown. But the middle one, who's 26, he's a plumber. So... He's an essential. He needs to work on an everyday basis. Oh, wow. Regarding whether there is a pandemic or not. So he has to work um, every day. But, um, you know, through the lockdown and especially through last year's lockdown, as you remember, Ephraim, it was like, what, six months worth of lockdown. I mean, here in Australia, it was shocking, you know, staying at home. You could only go to supermarkets or chemist, pharmacy and, um, you know, just to get your essentials and... It was horrible because you couldn't go out and associate with your friends. You couldn't have your friends over. So, you know, when it comes to the weekends, we'd literally just, um, you know, do video chats. We'd have a glass of champagne ready or a glass of scotch or a glass of vino. And we'd have, you know, little um, chats live. And that's what we do every week and that was boring it was like i can't do this anymore it's like i really need to you know i just want to go out and have dinner with my friends and you know entertain at my house and i just love being around people yeah socializing and that six months period was horrible it did bring me into tears um Yeah. yeah but what do you do what do you do? It was shocking. And I'm pretty sure, was it hard for you as well, Ephraim? Oh, yeah, very hard. Like, um, sometimes it's like, you know, it, like personally, like, you know, you know, I've been through a lot last year, you know, yes. like with my divorce and everything like that. So it's been, Absolutely. especially with quarantine, it's been really hard. And it's like you focus on yourself and, you know, I, I still have my ups and downs. Like, I'm still going through things, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like you like there's sometimes I just want to give it up and it is like you know you have a purpose in life like all right I have to do this you know because you know if it's it's selfish of me to think a certain way when I have other people involved and I have to take care of other people Mm -hmm. myself but you know I don't I think I don't everybody's been through stuff but like I mean with the quarantine it's like you really really reflect because you know we couldn't when that like you said when that happened you couldn't go anywhere and then you couldn't even find paper towel I mean Toilet paper and um, toilet paper, yeah. <laughs> hand sanitizers. Yeah, is the worst. Yeah. And you know what? Here in, in Melbourne, it's happening again. Like, I went to the supermarket yesterday yeah. and last night, and I went, whoa. It was like, it was empty. The shelves are empty of toilet papers. And I'm like, <laughs> people are gone nanas again. And then oh, I remember going to the counter and I, I looked to my right hand side and I saw this trolley full of groceries and I saw two packets of toilet paper. And I'm thinking, I wonder if it's anybody's trolley. And I kept keeping an eye on that trolley. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no one's going to that trolley. Okay, okay. So I approached one of the uh, workers and I said, excuse me, love, is that anyone's trolley? And she goes, no, it's just, it's been abandoned. I said, well, I'm just going to take a toilet. She goes, yeah, go for it. So I did. <laughs> so I took it. And then she comes back. She goes, hey, love, just take take the other one. I go, no, no. She goes, no, just take it, just take it. I said, what the hell? Yeah, all right, I'll take it, you know. But it was totally empty. Like breads were empty. Eggs were empty. Uh, fruit and veggies were like half gone. People have gone into panic mode. But they've got to understand that, um, you know, supermarkets are open on a daily basis till 10, 11 o'clock at night. So there shouldn't be any panic because there's enough supplies for everybody, but people are just stocking up 
ridiculously and it's so stupid really stupid it just angered me yesterday it really did i rang up my son i said i can't believe i'm at the supermarket and everything's empty and he's like mom people are sick you know and i said yeah they really are they've gone into panic mode again yeah. so and I, I thought to myself it's okay you know let them go into panic mode because there are other grocery stores that we can actually go to um like there's italian stores that we can go to they've got heaps of supplies so i said it's okay. Let the stores get empty. We can go there. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's, um, it's been really difficult, you know, going back to the six months of lockdown of last year. Look, we've had a lot of people pass away, kill themselves. You know, it's been horrible. Absolutely horrible. You know, ending their lives wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Um, I, I remember like, I also like, even before that, like seeing you going out to clubs, pictures yeah. i'm like i feel like i live vicariously through you i'm like oh my god i wish i could be with her and enjoy the the nightlife you know like you're so full of life and so full of energy like from what i see in the pictures yeah. you look like you're having yeah. a ball um like do you like what is it about like going out like do you like are you always invited out or is it something that you're like you know what is a friday night i'm gonna go yeah. out like like what is it I'm, like I don't know if it's a stupid question, but like, no, um, no, absolutely not. Like, like you love having fun. Like every, like you seem like you're the, like the light of the party. <laughs> I absolutely, I love parties. Look, I've got a friend that owns a club in oh. Essendon. It's called Dimples, and uh, we all go there. So look, I've got a lot of friends, and we just all hang out there on the weekend. We have such a good time. You know, we drink, we dance. I love music. You know, they play a lot of 80s music there. And they also have live bands on Fridays as well. So, yeah, we just love hanging out. And, you know, yeah, we go to other places too. Um, but that's that's my personality. Love to get out and about and love music. Music is my relaxation point. Oh, I love wow. to dance. I've cool. danced from a little kid and I will never stop dancing. I still will be in my little wheelchair <laughs> on my little stick and I'll be dancing like a like a grandma oh what is well I'm, I'm, I'm what type of music you like what's your dance oh i love everything yeah. i just any like 80s um you know um oh geez well like um, just the, anything really like uh, um like let's say um depeche mode or like uh no not depeche mode i don't know too much about them like beyonce oh, okay okay Michael jackson um, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, my God. He's such a honey. <laughs> <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> Love his music. Oh, man. And, and let, me, let me ask you this question. What is the worst pickup line a man has ever told you? Oh, a pickup line. I really don't like it when men sleaze onto a woman. And I've had heaps of, you know, yeah. these guys come up. And they'll just come up out of the blue and they think they've got you. <laughs> and they'll come up and say, you know, horrible things in your ears, like dirty things. And I'm like, what the hell did you say? So my finger will just start rocking in their face. And I'm like, get, get, piss off, get lost. You know, I won't swear on on the interview. I won't swear, but I'm like, yeah, get away, get in here. <laughs> so then my friends will quickly rock up. Hey, G, you okay? Yeah, that guy thinks he can have me. Oh, yeah, we'll fix him up. So they'll pull him aside, have a bit of a word to him, and then you'll just nick off. But, yeah, it's just... They, they just think they just you know they they've got you yeah and they they've got the rights to touch you and put their arm around you and then my fist comes up and it's like don't touch me dude <laughs> don't touch me because you're gonna end up against that damn wall <laughs> oh man. 
Wow. I'm saying, like, can, can, can you tell me, like, what is the worst thing have you heard from a man? Like, you heard, like, something so dirty. Like, what the hell he just said Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, am I allowed to say it? I yes, yeah, say. you're allowed to say it. Yes, whatever you want, yes. So I'm at a, at a bar and this, you know, tall dude, yeah, he's talking to me through the night and I'm, like, trying to get away from him. I'm like, oh, my God, he's doing my head in. So then he, I'm walking past because I had to, I remember I had to go to the ladies' bathroom and uh, he puts his arm around me and he's so super tall. I'm like, oh, my God. So he goes, I'm going to do you tonight. And I said, what the hell? What? I said, your pardon? <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to do you tonight. I said, wow. So I grabbed his shirt. I said, the hell are you going to freaking do me tonight? I said, I'm going to grab you and put you against the wall. He goes, I'm going to do you tonight. So that's when my friends rocked up and they said, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, so they literally shit. saved my night. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, it, this guy thought, you know, it's okay to say that. But he literally got kicked out by security, which, yes, holy, thank God for that. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he got kicked out. And it's like, what a nerve. You know, they've got... You know, just the courage to even say that. Yeah. They shouldn't. You know, the thing is, everybody's brave with a little bit of alcohol in them, because especially when you're in a nightclub or at a bar, when you're drinking, like you're... The true, to me, like the true self comes out when you're drinking. Like if you, if you're like a, like somebody who has an ego, you have a super ego when yeah. you're drunk. If you're somebody yeah. who's like kind of reserved when you're drunk, you like not yeah. more reserved, but you're kind of a little bit brave. It depends on the individual how it affects them. You know? Yeah, the true colors actually come out when when they drink. You know, but with me, when I drink, I'm just a I laugh a lot. I like to have fun. Oh, okay. I'm just more of a bubbly person. Yeah, oh. so. I'm very docile. Yeah, all right. A lot of men, a lot of men, not all men, I don't want to classify, but they, either they get horny, hungry, or violent. <laughs> right? They need a, a bucket of cold iced water on them. <laughs> <laughs> With me, like when I drink, like I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking hungry. I want some buffalo wings for ranch yeah. dressing. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? After the club, when we finish, there's a kebab store and it literally around the corner, and um, that's what we do. We just head around and get some food, and or if we, if we don't have a chance, I'll just come home and make a salami sandwich or cheese sandwich or anything. You do, you get hungry, don't you? Like, yes. It, just, it makes you super hungry. Yes. You know what they used to have when I used to live in New York? Um, there's this bar by there was, there's, a, there's a bar in queens where i used to live in queens in new york and then outside the bar there was a taco truck and then you so you so yeah. the minute is like you know you drink alcohol let's say you had 20 beers or whatnot the taco truck is right outside at two in the morning yeah. you get tacos for two dollars and fifty cents and you there's yeah. people that are buying a whole bunch of them so you know you have yeah. your canitas you have your chorizos and then you know oh, you put some yeah. lime in it Stop um, it. oh my Stop god it's <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think I might start a business here. Have a taco truck instead of the kebabs because I'm sick of the meats. Oh. But the taco, oh, my Lord. Oh, my God, the chorizos. and. Oh, you know about you know, that. Okay, you eat that. Okay. Oh, yeah. When I was in L.A., I used to have a truck just across the road from where I was staying. Um, and you know, it was oh, divine. Yum. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> Um, do you do you miss the states food as opposed to Australian food, or it's like Hell is it? Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. Yes, <laughs> the pizzas are super amazing in the states. I hate them here because I don't know. It just tastes different. Yeah. Um, it just I think with America. The food, food is food. You guys enjoy your food, and it has to be super delicious and well done. I don't know here. I don't like it. Really? I really don't. Yeah. 
Oh, that's... And normally, I don't have pasta dishes, spaghetti dishes, in Melbourne at any restaurant. Um, I've tried a few times, but it's nothing like LA. I will eat pasta in LA like it's, oh, my God, going out of fashion. Wow. Love it. Oh Love my God. the burgers there. Wow. So you think, put it like this. So when you was in the States, you think you had more weight when you was in the States as opposed to Australia? When you was here, like did... no, you know what? Even though I ate, yeah, I didn't, I didn't put on a lot of weight. Really, I'm still oh. the same. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't like overeat and eat and eat and eat. I'll just eat the food. Yeah, um, you know, have my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinners. But I don't really indulge on a lot of things. Yeah, but um, yeah, I have to say the food was just delicious oh absolutely how about yeah. the, the chocolates are different right is the chocolate different or is it pretty much the same you know what's different the coffees i noticed the coffees oh. in la starbucks yeah um the first time i had a coffee i was like what the hell is this <laughs> i spat it out what is strong like, or it, it wasn't like i normally have a decaf um skinny latte with a shot of hazelnut yeah. the coffee here is more mild. i don't know it was mild it was completely different it's really hard to describe mm. but in in the states in los angeles it was really bitter oh. and it didn't taste exactly the same as i have it here in melbourne completely different like the first time i'm, I'm literally telling you i spat it out i just went <laughs> I wow. said, what is this yeah i was like whoa <laughs> it was shocking. So there was one Starbucks um, in LA that I went to, which was okay, wasn't too bad. So that one I could pretty much handle. Mm. Um, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, a couple of serious questions for you. Um, what's been like your biggest regret in life? If you had a biggest regret in life? Oh God, biggest regret. Good question. Never thought of that. I really can't think. I don't think there's ever been the biggest regret. You haven't regret anything? Yeah. No, no, not really. Not that I can think of right now. Oh, but right. if I do think about it, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> this is what I regret. <laughs> um, all right, what's been what's been your like your in your life so far, what's been your greatest accomplishments? accomplishments um okay well what do i say what do i say you know with with the acting that i did you know with driver fat man yeah. and other things that i've done that was my greatest accomplishments wow and okay. i wish i you know because of this pandemic obviously it's sort of actually because before this pandemic happened i really wanted to put myself back into acting school yeah and that's when the pandemic hit last year. So that really stopped me from doing what I wanted to do because I really wanted to go back to the acting school and starting to do, you know, some main main roles and start to do some auditions and, and that sort of stuffed me up. It really ruined everything. Wow. Yeah. It, it kind of... I would have continued. Yeah, it kind of derailed everything you had going, like, yeah. sort of pursuing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's like, well, you know, what do I do now? Can I go back into it? I'm 54. Will they accept me because I'm, you know, literally that age? I don't know. I don't know. 
sort of confused now, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's like you're at the yeah. crossroads in your life, right? Like if I should do it or I shouldn't do it or what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know, I know people say, look, go for it, you know? Yeah. Don't let age stop you. Just go for it. Just do it. Even if you don't be successful, just do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, who knows? You know, maybe once this is all done because you know with this pandemic obviously everything when it's into lockdown you just can't attend schools Mm -hmm. so where would that put me you know can't do auditions can't do this can't do that can't go out to film so that sort of puts me off a little bit yeah so we'll wait and see when uh the world is more promising and this pandemic is has seized yeah and then um this is good. This is this is a random question. Like, out of all your kids, do you have a favorite child? You know, everybody says, "Oh, I love all my kids equally," but deep down, deep down, I know there's like a, a child has your special place in your heart. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Look, I've got three boys. Yep. <laughs> I love them. I, there's not one favorite. I love them all equally. I'm being serious here. Okay. But I'll tell you their personalities. Like the eldest is going to be thirty, Samuel. And um, he's a funny, funny guy. He's he's pretty much like me. He's okay. just uh, really funny and quirky. It can be annoying sometimes. <laughs> um, he's a clean freak like me too, which his girlfriend complains a lot about. That's my fault. <laughs> and the middle one, the middle child syndrome, Patrick, he's 26. Um, yeah. He's the plumber and he does my head in sometimes. He, he's just, he's got that personality. We tend to clash. Yeah. But I still love him. Um, we just, we had butts, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But still love him to bits. And then we've got the youngest, Stephen, who's 22. I've got the, if I've got the right, Stephen, 22 or 23. I always forget their ages. <laughs> have okay. to excuse me. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> um, the 22-year-old, I have to say, he's amazing. Could do my head in too. No, but he's a great, he's an old soul. I call him an old soul and you know why? Why? You can literally sit down and talk to him and just say, I'm feeling a little bit down, a little bit depressed. Say one of my relationships didn't work out and I'd cry on his shoulders and he would just give you the most good advice out. Yeah. And he's been there for me and obviously his two brothers and he's just an amazing person. You can really, really, really talk to him. Uh, but like I said, I love all three of them equally, and they've all got different personalities. Okay. So there's no favorite there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it is it hard? Or like, are you looking for a relationship, or is it hard to get into a relationship when you have three boys, like three protectors with you? Or um, You know what it is? I would love to get in a relationship, um, but it's really hard to find somebody. Mm-hmm. That I can really connect to, like, how can I say it? It's yeah, it's so hard to find a decent man. <laughs> it's really yeah. hard, Ephraim. Yeah. It's like, do I do I come out to the states and find one? Um, oh. I would love to because I can't find anybody here, honestly. Wow. Nobody here. It's really hard because I don't want to make a mistake. Um, you know, being in a relationship and. Do I want to get married later? It, it all depends if it all works out. But um, hopefully, I'll leave it in God's hands. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, one day I will meet my soulmate. Wow! Yeah, I can't believe with all the men in Australia too. It's hard to find a guy in Australia. Wow. Yeah, 
yeah, hasn't been working for me. Wow. <laughs> it's not worked for me here. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely zero. <laughs> zero. I want to actually, this also, I don't know if you've seen the movie Crocodile Dundee and how accurate is Paul Hogan at, you know, I know he's Australian, yeah. but how, how accurate is his mannerisms in Crocodile Dundee? Is it really, yeah. it was a good? Yeah, so with the movie Crocodile Dundee, I didn't watch all of it. I did watch parts of it. Okay. He, the same personality. Look, when I was little um, with my parents and I, he used to have the uh, his show on a weekly basis and his personality is exactly the same yeah. in the movie. Oh, exactly okay. the same. He's, he's fantastic. He's, you know, his personality is just, well, you yeah. know, he's... I love the way he he makes everybody laugh. He's amazing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because he's because he, he had a show over there in Australia, right? That's what you were saying. Like you see yes. him. Okay. What was it like? A, yeah. Like a sketch comedy show? What kind of show was it? Yeah, yeah. It was like a comedy show on every week, and um, he would have Delvin Delaney was one of his hosts, and this other guy I can't remember his name, but um, it was super funny. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, you have to literally, if you can Google up the Paul Hogan show, yeah, you'll see it. Oh, he ended up really funny. He ended up marrying his co-star in Crocodile Dundee too. Um, was it Linda Kozlowski? I think he ended up marrying her too. His co-star. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know if they're still married, but I know they were I married. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, yeah, who knows? They could be still together. Because yeah. I haven't heard anything from the media, so good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and also, also your biggest export in Australia was it a uh, the, the Hemsworth brothers, right? Luke and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, they're from Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know too much about them, but um, they're very yeah, very well spoken here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And a lot of admirers too, so I know that. <laughs> oh yes, yes. The Hemsworth. The Hemsworth. That's all I hear. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know much about him, you know. But, oh. yeah, they're very, very well-spoken here. Oh. All right, Jerry, and winding down, um, what are you looking forward to, you know, for the couple of months before the year ends? Like, you have anything planned out, like, after the lockdown? Is there anything, any goals you want to set, you, you, like, you have for yourself before the year ends or whatnot? Um, okay, so we'll see how this year pans out as the year is just going so quickly uh, like i can't believe around the corner is christmas but um look hopefully that this will subside the pandemic and would love to be traveling again coming back to the states los angeles and hanging out with all my friends and um hopefully i don't know better things we'll see what happens yep. but yeah all right, and my final question for you, my Jerry, is what would the Jerry of today tell the Jerry of yesterday? Jerry of today. Oh, my goodness. Okay, because I've really come out of my shell, like, years and years and years ago. I was very timid. I was really? a very quiet girl. Yeah, I would never I would never talk. Hardly, I was very shy. Uh, and then I changed. A monster no. came out of me. <laughs> so I literally used to say to my, you're going to change. This is after I had my third child, Stephen. I said, you're changing. And yeah. I did. I changed. So there's really nothing much. But all I want to say is I want to keep growing. Mm -hmm. I want to grow for the better. That's what I want to do. Grow for the better, wiser, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like that too. Like I was like shy and timid when I was younger, but I was just like, you know, like a lot of, I, to me, I think I missed a lot of opportunities and I missed a lot of probably loves or whatever in life that yeah. because I didn't have a mouth and I didn't talk, you know? And yeah, yeah. That's what happens. You need to have a mouth these days yeah. <laughs> to get in, to get in life because I was that type of person. I was just a very shy type. I wouldn't speak my mind. Yeah. Um, and now, oh yeah, it all comes out. It's like, I love to talk. I love to have conversations and. Don't be scared. You yeah. know, get out there and, and do it. Conquer. Conquer anything because, you know what, even if you lose, it doesn't really matter. At least you tried it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. And that's what I want to do. I want to keep growing in life and achieving more goals. And, hey, if I fail, well, I failed. I'm only human. Mm-hmm. Everything, so, yeah, right? Achieving. Yeah, everything. Good battery, different. Good battery and different. You know, you pretty much lay it out there. You like, you know, like the way you said yeah. it. You know, you have to have a mouth. You have to have a. You have to be your own advocate for yourself. You know, even absolutely. if absolutely, never, never be scared to speak up. Never, absolutely mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. And why did that? Um, um, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite quote or favorite advice that you ever received or a favorite quote? That you read? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. No, no I don't have a favorite quote. Oh, or or, or 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 advice that someone gave you that you like? Oh, that's very good advice. I'll have that. You don't have any like words of wisdom somebody ever told you, like, oh, Jerry, you should do this or whatever. Nothing like that. No, look, literally, you know, in the past, um, you know, people would say, look, you know, with the acting side of things, yeah. You know, even if I was a little bit timid and shy, um, it's like, well, what's there to be scared of? You know, just go just, ahead and do it. Yeah. Really. Um, I really haven't had anyone really come out and say, give me sort of, you know, major advice. But it's just, it was mainly more for the shyness, um, mm, okay. you know, to get up there on stage or wherever it may be and just, and just don't worry about, you know, the people watching you. It's, who cares? Just do it. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, winding down. The one, the only, the sultry Aussie, Geraldine Paracella. Jerry, thank you so much. And finally, the voice speaks. The voice speaks. <laughs> yes, I'm finally talking. But thank you, Afrin. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, thank you for talking. And thank you for talking about yourself as well. And, um,. We'll keep in touch and we'll talk down again. And I absolutely. love your I love your intros again for my next guest. Okay? Thank you so much, Jerry. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show. No problem. I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.